What up, everybody? Um, <laughs> super excited to be back in the game for another episode here on my podcast, Discover. And actually, I plan to record an episode with a dear friend of mine, Aline, to talk about following your path. But she's really on a big journey right now to go back to Europe, back to Germany, where she's from. And to just share her light there, to really help women to step into their light, to step into their heart again, and to really share their own purpose with the world. So instead of like actually getting her on the podcast today, I decided to jump on, yeah, a little personal, how can I say it in the best possible way, on a little personal mission to share some of my moments when it came all down to following my path and to actually the first moment when I look back now when I really chose my path and I wasn't even aware of that at that time so for everyone who was super excited to actually hear the podcast interview with Aline it's going to happen next week so it's going to be a little bit delayed but no worries it will come out and I'm really looking forward to that But today, it's about my journey. Today, it's about my path and the moments when I actually had those, I would call them key moments when I had to make a decision, which most of the time have been, those decisions, they have been out of my comfort zone such big time, like that I was sometimes thinking that I'm fucking crazy. So let's go through a little bit of a timeline And yeah, let's go for a timeline for those moments, those key moments when it was really about following my path. And when I actually came up with the topic of this week for my inner self community, which is all about following your path, I actually, I just drove back through all the experiences I had through all those key moments to the first moment I am aware of, where I can really say that I was going against the norm, against everything what other people said to me, and I was just following my heart. And it was actually when I was 21 years old. Now I'm 30, so it was nine years back. And to give you a little bit of a deeper background, um, I remember, so when I was 18, I started an apprenticeship um, for an IT company. In Germany, it's called Telekom. It's like a typical job you do after, you know, your school, you get into IT because... For me, back in the days, people told me you can get money there, but I was never into it. Over the over the the whole period of three years, right, three years of doing this apprenticeship, which is all about computers and technique, like like all this tech shit, which I was actually never interested in. I remember over the over the 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 period of three years doing this apprenticeship, I never had my own laptop. I was the only person in the fucking school in my class who had no laptop and who was kind of like into this kind of job. So I remember I got this apprenticeship when I was 18. I started when I was 18. And after one year, I started to kind of like, you know, I started to go to the gym and I started to work out. I started to move my body, lift weights, and I could see myself transforming. I could really, I discovered a new passion of mine, which was the body, because it somehow made me feel better, more in alignment with myself. And back in the days, I felt better within myself, because almost for 18 years, I actually, I never felt really comfortable in my own skin. I never felt really confident. I always thought that I'm a fucking nobody. 
I was really not confident at all. And, and I was super, super shy. I was not able to speak to anybody when I had to call the restaurant to make a booking. Oh my God, I was so fucking nervous. So I remember what happened when I was actually starting to work out when I was around 19, one year in my apprenticeship for this telecommunication company, I started gaining more self-confidence. I felt better in my skin. I could feel that I'm opening up more. People were looking up to me because of my transformations, my success, because I was really dedicated. Like seven days per week, three hours in the gym every single day. My, my whole nutrition started to shift and I, could, I became more self-confident. I felt better within my skin and, and I, for sure, I just created another identity back in the days that I became this good looking dude, you know, who has a lot of muscles, who now gets a lot of attention from women. But back in the days, it was meant to be for me to step out of my comfort zone. So this was the little introduction which I had to give you guys because this is a really, really important part. Because after my apprenticeship, I was so dedicated to bodybuilding that I chose to follow my path. So how that looked at this time was, you know, I was done with my apprenticeship. Normally you start working at a company and you, you know, make your normal kind of like salary every month. But somehow something inside of me told me to follow my passion. And at this time, my passion was the gym. It was really about forming my body. Like, like I just felt I was, it was my life. Like back in the days, it was my life. And I could feel this internal sense. Like I could feel deep inside of me that I'm not meant to sit in a fucking office to just talk to people on the phone or not even talk to people, just sit in front of a screen and just type in something which I don't even give a shit about. So at this time, I remember people talking to me like from all sides, my parents, my friends, like, man, like, do you really? And this was the thing. I, I, I thought about doing another apprenticeship in a gym as a personal trainer, as a sports and health coach. And for sure, the salary was half of what I got before. So I was downgrading myself even. I remember that people were telling me like, you're fucking stupid. This is, how do you want to make money with sports, with training people? This is not a job for the future. This is like, it's the IT everyone was talking. Everyone was talking at me. I remember that. So many people were telling me I'm fucking stupid. But I somehow deep within knew that this is, this is, this is my path. I have to do this. So I could, like looking back now, my heart was actually pretty strong and was actually pretty open. I was really following my heart's desire to, to help people. To, and back in the days, I didn't know what it was. But I think looking back now, it was like helping all those people who felt like me, feeling like a nobody, feeling like they're not good enough, not feeling comfortable in their skin, feeling unhealthy and, and sick and just tired all the time and just exhausted, like not, not fit and healthy at all. And I think because I went on this journey, I, I saw the potential that lies within all of us when we, when we just stay dedicated, when we really dedicated, dedicate a part of our lives. And I'm not talking about that everyone has to. At this time, I was not talking about people going to the gym four hours per day. No, just a little change in their life can, can make such a big difference. And because I experienced this difference, I wanted to gift it to other people. 
by inspiring them, by really helping them out, by learning about exercising and how to teach people how to train properly, that then I can give that to them and be in service for them to experience the same thing I experienced. So I remember at one point I was like, fuck it. My parents were like, yeah, okay, we support you anyway. You know, like I was still 21, super young. They were like, we still support you anyway, but for sure they had this IT kind of like thing because my stepdad was in the IT sector too. So anyway, like I, I just threw everything over. I, I, I finished my first apprenticeship. I finished it. Oh my God, it was such a fucking hustle though. But I finished it and then I decided to do another apprenticeship in a gym. I got way less money and it was, it was somehow I just knew that this is the right thing to do. And I started my apprenticeship. I was still going to the gym. So now I was, I was actually living in the gym. Just imagine like working eight hours, having an hour break plus working out four hours. So I was definitely, I would say for at least two years of the three years apprenticeship, I was living in a gym by being there for 12 to 14 hours a day. It was my life. I really have to say it was my life. And I'm not, I'm not really proud of that because it also, I was making a lot of decisions based on that, the gym, because it gave me so much, I would now say self-confidence, but at the end, it just, it just boosted my ego at this time, which was important to do other steps further on in my life. But at this time, it was really boosting my ego. So I was doing some really, really, yeah, I was doing some decisions I'm not proud of um, when I was choosing the gym over some relationships and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, it's not about this right now. Um, so this was the first, that was, I would say the first thing when I was really following my path, that was, I remember that. And then let's, let's, I give you one more example. And, and I remember that I, I remember my first in Germany, when you start somewhere, normally you have a week where they test you. So you just go there for a week, you work for free and they test you. And I remember there was this, there was this girl, she was working already in the gym and she was like, you know, teaching someone to do specific exercises in specific machines for the chest press or leg extension or leg curls or whatever it was. I remember she was like guiding this guy or woman, I don't remember that anymore, but through this circle, like training circle. And then I was just standing there. I was super like, okay, cool. Like I'm, I'm standing here. And then she was like, yeah, okay, the next one you're, the next one you're going to do it. Like you're going to explain. And I was so fucking overwhelmed. Remember, I told you, like I, I gained some self-confidence, but still teaching people myself, like when it came to really talking to people or telling people what to do, it was fucking, oh, it was so hard. So I remembered it, but I was doing it anyway. I was somehow doing it anyway, and it was such a big step out of my comfort zone. But I was doing it anyway because I knew that this is the path I want to follow. This is what I want to do. I really want to help people to feel the same way I feel. So now you can imagine there were reoccurring events where I had to step out of my comfort zone, like teaching people, learning new things throughout my apprenticeship, like, you know, different things on that journey, which, which I really needed to go through to kind of like, you know, finish my apprenticeship and then, yeah, go to the next step. So here's the next step. Um, even throughout the three years of my apprenticeship, I also became a personal trainer. 
I met an amazing woman, Anya. Um, she's a dear friend of mine. And she really, really, she really supported me and she believed in me and she gave me a job as a personal trainer to train her clients because she saw my potential. And this really also helped me to, to gain a better, yeah, to talk to people one-on-one. It really taught, it was fucking out of my comfort zone, but it taught me so much. So I knew that when it came to making the decision because she asked me, I have to do it. Like it was, I was fearful and I was scared, but I have to do it. It was just this, this internal feeling. This, there was this internal feeling I knew that I have to do it. And most of the time, I couldn't even connect to that feeling at that time. The question I was always asking myself was, am I going to regret this at the end of my life when I would not say yes to this? And if I, every time until now, every time if I can answer this question with yes, I'm going to do it, no matter how fucking scary it is. So... Three years in, apprenticeship is over, right? In the gym. And I've been raised in a re... I was living in my hometown until I was 24, 24, 25. So I never left. I was actually never really traveling the world because I was so scared. I always had worst case scenario in my head. So I was, I was just living in my bubble in my hometown where most of the people just stay for their whole life, just building their family life there, which is totally fine. But... Apprenticeship was over. I was 24, 25 at that time, and I got a job offer. There was an open job in close to Munich, which was two and a half hours away from my hometown. And it was as a sports manager for the franchise system I was, I was doing my apprenticeship for. So it was not in the same town. It was now for the HQ of the franchise partner I was working for throughout my apprenticeship. So I remember, oh my God, <laughs> it's so nice to go through this right now. I remember driving with my grandpa, driving with my grandpa two and a half hours to my interview. And I was so fucking, oh fuck, man. I was so fucking scared. Like I remember sitting in that car going through every single scenario. So... Now you can imagine two and a half hours, new job interview, which is going to be out of your comfort zone because you have to move away. I have to create my own living before I was only living with my parents. So I arrived there. I was talking to the people. Um, and I was, I was just, yeah, I was just speaking from my heart. And I don't remember if they immediately told me, but I think so. I think that they immediately say yes. So I was, oh my God, I, I remember hugging my grandpa i remember calling my dad and just telling everyone that i got the job so we drove home and i think what i realized this this key moment came afterwards because before it was always like there was always this possibility of that they say no so i was always having in my mind okay i'm staying at home in my hometown this is where i'm going to live the rest of my life so there was never actually this key moment happening, this big realization. Fuck, man, you made a big decision right now, which is going to change your life. So I remember coming home and, and it all sank. And I remember the day when I had a, how do you say that? Like a goodbye party, like me moving away. So all my friends, we all gathered together. My dad was there, his wife, my, my parents, my friends. And, and we were all just coming together 
to meet for the last time before I move away. And I remember at this time, I was like, wow, man, what the fuck are you doing? You're moving away. You're fucking moving away out of your fucking secure little bubble you created for the last 24, 25 years. And I was just, I was just sitting there and it was a really emotional moment because it was not just me. It was not just me um, just doing a job in the same home time. I was still in the same bubble. I just changed the environment. Now it was changing my life. It was not just changing the environment. It was just changing everything. Now I had to live by myself. So I remember that um, the last day before I actually moved to, to Landsberg. And I remember the first week of living there was in someone else's little room because I didn't have any apartment so far. So I remember arriving at this little place. It was from a neighbor's, from some neighbors, some friends, and they had a house there and they were living there. So I was living with them in a small little room. There was a small little TV and I was, I was arriving. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? What the fuck are you doing? And because my work changed from training people to actually creating training systems for 350 gyms in whole Germany. I remember that there was another kind of like component which really brought up a lot of fear and a lot of like oh, questioning, you know, because now I was not training people anymore. Now it was doing something else. It was another thing out of my comfort zone. So I remember that like the first week waking up every day and it was a fucking winter. Oh, it was so fucking cold. I remember that. It was so uncomfortable. So I was driving there. I was driving to my office and then I got introduced to everyone. Like I slowly got into, you know, what my tasks are and everything. And and it took me a while. I'm really honest. It took me a while to then find my, you know, my apartment. It definitely worked out the way I wanted it. But um, yeah, like... I remember it was really, it took me a while to actually kind of like get used to it, to this big change of my life. Like, because now, sorry guys. My girlfriend, she's just decided to make some food in the kitchen when I recorded a podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I remember that that was that was definitely a really really big step out of my comfort zone, and I remember that somehow I knew I knew deep within, and it's really hard to explain it from an intellectual point of view, of like, oh, this is this the feeling I felt. It was this blissful moment, and I was full of happiness. Like, no, it was definitely not the case. Most of the time, it was actually a feeling of, shit, this is definitely out of my comfort zone, but. Somehow deep within, there was, I would call it like a glimpse, a light somehow shining through. Something was kind of like shining through, which kind of like led me towards it, which actually helped me to make the decision and be like, okay, fuck, man, this is out of your comfort zone. Just fucking do it. And just right now, what comes to my mind, maybe I, I don't even remember. Maybe there wasn't even a light. Maybe it was just out of my comfort zone. And I just knew that if I really want to grow, if I really want to like just 
just expand and 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 just create a different life than what I expected for myself back in the days. Like I just have to step out of my comfort zone. So I have to I have to disappoint you if you're listening to this, thinking about that. I can describe your feeling, which you might find within yourself, which then will help you to see if this if you're following your path right now. But I think it will following your path shows up for everyone so individually. But what I can definitely say, it was those moments of stillness, which I even had in the past when I was sitting with myself in a decision, not with someone else. I was considering every single person's opinion, which I would not do the same anymore. And I'm not doing this anymore. But back in the days I did. But the key moment was when I was sitting with myself in stillness, when I was really with myself alone. And I was asking myself, oh, do you really want to do this? Do you really want to do this? Do you think this is the right thing to do? And I just had a conversation with myself. Those were the moments when I could definitely feel that those moments, they made the change. This is, I think, when I really lean into this inner stillness, which I'm talking about now all the time, but I accessed it somehow back in the days just by inquiring within myself what kind of life I want to live. And then to base my decision on that. So this was the second big, the, one of the second, no, this was the second biggest key moment of my life where it really came down to following my path. So I was working at the, the company um, for, I think, one and a half years. It was nice. Um, there were definitely some coincidences, which, 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 which were really like showing me that it's time for me to move on, but I didn't know how. Um, so I was just like, okay, maybe I should just stick with it. I get good money. I had a car. I had an amazing apartment. I had a girlfriend at that time who was kind of like samey living with me there. So I was comfortable, you know, but somehow ah, one thing I know now, like five years later is that I actually never settle for comfort <laughs> still up to this day. So I remember at one point just at this time, I was diving more into yoga, into meditation. I was like, ex I was exploring different parts of practicing, I would say, at this time. So I was 25, 26. And I remember I was sharing a post where I was doing a headstand. And I was talking, I was reading at this time about Eckhart Tolle more, you know, the new earth. And, and I was sharing something. And then there was, <laughs> I remember that, there was your gym Dubai. There was Yochim Dubai, which was a, a personal training company in Dubai who just commented under, underneath my, it, uh, it just commented underneath my pictures. And I had 1,000 followers or something. Like well, maybe 1,000, I don't know. I was not big at all. And I'm not big right now, but you know what I mean, right? So I remember I got this comment like, hey, if you want to join our team in Dubai, let me know. And I remember I was, I, was on, I was in my car talking to my dad. I was like, dad, I got this fucking comment from Dubai. Like, if I want to join his team. And I'm really honest, I didn't even question it. And looking back now, I also know that it was so fucking meant to be. I was not questioning it at all. I just, just thought like, okay, this is a way out, I think. Maybe not even a way out. I would not, disc I would not label it this way. But it was like for me... There's something about this which I couldn't let go of. 
And this is like, I think, also another indication maybe for you if you're on the right track. If there's a decision in your life right now and you cannot just say, okay, no, I'm not doing it and you cannot let it go. Inquire a little bit deeper because I remember that with Dubai. I was like, hmm, maybe I should text him. So I, I, I replied. So I replied, sent him a message. And for sure, he was German. He was a German dude. Oh, my God. So I got in touch with him. At this time, two of my friends and like, like really, really good friends. And one of them was my best friend. They were already living in Dubai. So I remember being in touch with this guy and he was like, okay, like, can you send me your CV? Like, can you send me your letter? You know, like, guys, I couldn't speak English at that time. The last time I was speaking English was seven years before or eight years before when I was in school. So my English was like shit. And I remember at this time, my girlfriend, she was flying for Lufthansa and she was pretty good in English. So she really helped me to write it all down to, she really, really helped me because my English was shit. I couldn't even like form one, like a, a good sentence to describe myself. So we were writing it all together. I had my CV, I had my the, the apprentice letter and everything. And so I sent it to him and I was like, fuck man, what are you doing? You can't even speak English. So I remember he getting back to me like, That's, that looks good though. So I don't know what your plans are, but I would love to have like, like an interview, right? So at this time, I think it was in November 2016, 16, 16, yeah, 2016. Yeah, 2016. Oh my God, only four years back. No, five years back. Shit. And I remember I get this letter, right? Uh, so I got the email from him, like, yeah, if you want to. And then I just planned to move to, to fly to Dubai. Guys, I've never, I've never flew further than Europe. The only place I've been to was Tunisia and Turkey. I was, so, I was always fucking scared. I was so scared of flying, of traveling the world because... My worldview was completely different than now. It was mostly based on fear and self-doubts and everything. So, like, I remember deciding to kind of, like, fly out to Dubai, visiting my, my two friends and having that interview. So I remember getting on the flight. I was so fucking scared. Fortunately, I got upgraded to business, which was a fucking experience itself. So I, I arrived in Dubai, met my friends, and I remember even before I had the interview, I was so blown away by Dubai. Back in the day, it was my lifestyle. It was all about, it was all about presenting myself, how I look, the clothes I wear, how much money I have. This is like the life I was living before. It was all about this, those kind of external things which gave me an identity which people were looking up to. And coming from my hometown, the idea that I would end up in Dubai Guys, this is such a big thing though. So I'm arriving in Dubai and I was just blown away by, you know, the lifestyle there, the beaches, everything. So I remember one day I was going to the beach by myself and I was watching the sunset. <laughs> and I remember listening to music and there was this random song coming up, Sunset Lover by Petit Biscuit. And it was playing and I was watching the sunset. And at this moment, I knew I will live here. I didn't have the interview so far. I had no clue how I would get out of my job in Germany, nothing. 
what's happening with my girlfriend. I had nothing, but I just knew it's meant to be for me to be here. I just knew. I think looking back now, I think this was the first really, really strong feeling where I knew I have to do this. It was not just me like, oh yeah, stepping out of my comfort. No, it was like, I have to do this. Because like further on, I got, so let's, let's make it step by step. I got the interview. He was telling me he would get back to me. I would spend time with my friends and then I went back to Germany. I didn't hear from him like for one or two months and I didn't know. And this interview was in, I think on the 1st of January, 2017, June 18th, 2017, I, I moved to Dubai. So what I just wanted to share with you is this time span of, time span of six months there were so many hindrances, so many difficult moments for me, which, which I, could, I could have just quit. But it was this feeling I felt back in the days in Dubai when I was watching the sunset and listened to that song who really helped me to just go through it, no matter how uncomfortable it was. So going through, I, I was back in Germany. I figured out with my girlfriend, like I didn't hear from him for two months. I was just trusting there were some complications with my job. Like at one point, you know, I got back, they quit. They just can't like, they just quit on me. But I, at this time I already knew I would go to Dubai. I had my, I had, he said yes. And he told me like, I need you in June. I need you in two, June. You have to come to in June. So I was like, yeah, I'm preparing myself, learn English, getting all the books ready. I did nothing. I did nothing. I didn't learn English, not at all. I was just watching some movies in English. And I remember texting him, hey, is it also okay if I come in August? And he said no. And I'm so grateful for that. So just to give you a little bit of an insight, I remember that, man, I was shitting my pants because I've never, you know, first of all, I moved out of my hometown. Now I moved to another country. I had no clue what I'm doing. My English was so bad. If people would ask me like really like a little bit more intimate questions about like whatever it is at the airport, I was totally overwhelmed. I couldn't give an answer. So I was always like, just, yes, uh, uh, what, what, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, okay. And I remember my best friend at that time, she was looking at me like, yeah, you will, you will, you will learn. Like, we were talking about this the other day, and she was like, fuck, man, look at you now. And yeah, look at me now. Like, I'm being fluent now and, like, talking about the deepest shit ever. But if I would have not made the step back in the days, I would have not been where I am right now. So... Yeah, like, I'm just like, oh, fuck, man, reflecting on all of, all of this, it brings up so many memories and so much gratitude. Because I was fucking scared. I remember saying, like, I remember my, my girlfriend at that time, she, she drove me to, to the airport. And we went to the gate and, and we said goodbye. And I remember how fucking scared I was. I was sitting in the airplane. I remember that three and a half hours flight I think it was and I was just questioning everything I was just like the internal conversation I had was like what the fuck are you doing man what the fuck are you doing you have no clue what you're doing but behind all of that I somehow knew okay you just made a decision now you do it this is what I always did up to now and 
man, I arrived there, guys. I arrived there on Saturday. Monday I had my first client. And I just want to give you this little hint. Uh, you know, guys, my English wasn't the best, right? So most of the time I ignored all the calls from my clients and I just texted them because I used Google Maps. Not Google Maps, Google Translator to just... Otherwise I couldn't speak with them. So I had my first client after two, day, two days being in Dubai. And it was a Bush Khalifa, the, the highest building in the world, right? Like where all the rich people are. So I remember, I remember driving there. And I was driving, there, there was valley parking. I was coming from a fucking small hometown. I had no clue what valley parking is. So I was driving in the circle for so long because I didn't know that I have to park my car in front. They pick it up and then they park it somewhere else. So I went in there, the guy who was standing there, he was like, okay, let's go upstairs. So we, go, we went up to the 260th floor, I don't know, into the gym. And he was like, okay, stretch me, stretch me. He was like, he just wanted me to stretch him for 30 to 30 minutes. But the way, like what I knew, what I, what I was really confident in was my work. I knew so much about the physical body, how to stretch the excess, everything about the human biomechanics so much that the way he wanted me to stretch him, it was, it was not resonating with me at all. It was so bad, but he wanted me to do it, right? So I was doing it. I was new, my English was bad. Like, oh my God, this created such a big crack in my confidence though. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I remember my boss even told me, yeah, be careful. They have to pay you cash. Don't let them go away that they don't pay you. Oh my God, it went for so things. I had my client, I drove home. And I was just in my car, I was like, okay, fuck it, I quit. I go back, I go back, I go back. I just go back, this is it, this is it. Like, it's not meant to be. And then there was a key moment when I was actually, I was actually, actually talking to myself and I was like, okay. This was the worst experience in my whole life. And I'm not going to let this happen again. So I was preparing this shit out of me for my next client two days later. I remember that. Just wanted to give you that little thing because sometimes life will hit you so hard into the face and you will feel like shit. But then it's your choice. How do you show up the next time? You can learn from it and you can move on or you can just stick to it, let it eat you and just just give up. Don't give up, guys. Like, don't give up. So yeah, that was a key moment. I remember that. And then, yeah, like I was living in Dubai, was doing my personal training, you know, and then at this time, like, it was 2017, June 2017, I came home. I lost myself completely in Dubai lifestyle, money. I, I was kind of like, I quit my job. Like, not, I quit my job. Like, my relationship was over. I was completely alone. I was just buying expensive shit, perfumes for four, 500 euros and all that kind of shit. But it actually never made me happy. I was working 14 hours per day. And then I got a client and she introduced me to Sadhguru in his in a self-journey. Moved on. I, I went to different... Um, yeah, I, I went to I went to different. How do you say it? Um, satsangs. I read more about it. I had more blissful moments when I was just with myself in stillness, and and I experienced something within myself which I couldn't explain at that time, but I somehow knew okay, something is happening in my life right now. And right now, the way I'm working, fourteen, twelve to fourteen hours per day, it's not what I actually want. I was so fucking burned out, and then. Yeah. I had two months off, went one month to Bali, fucking changed my life for sure. Went back to Germany. And then I decided to quit my job. I remember sitting in a meditation 
and then I saw myself, I saw this vision of mine, and before I didn't know it was me, but I saw this guy with a backpack, and I saw him only from the back, he was standing in front of a big Ganesha statue, and he was waving me towards him, and I, I was like, what the fuck do you want, man? So he turned around, and I saw myself, and he was pointing towards the Himalayas, Himalayas, and then I knew, okay, I have to quit my job, so I quit my job, and that was very impulsive, I'm really honest, I just knew, but it was so fucking impulsive, I quit my job, three days later, my whole world crashed. I was just like, what the fuck have you been doing? I already told my boss, he already told me, okay, he would give away my clients, like I told all my clients. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And it was good that I already made the decision and I already quit because I'm pretty sure, after, other words, I would have been going back. So there was no way back. So I was figuring out my visa for, for India. I went to Sadhguru's ashram. I... I kind of like traveled through Sri Lanka, was volunteering there. I went back to Germany. I kind of like <laughs> collected 6,000 euros together, which I didn't have in only two months to, to pay for my teacher training, which I felt so called to. This is another key moment. I remember that I, I this yoga classes in Bali with Megan Curry. She's an amazing yoga teacher. And the way she was flowing, it was just fucking insane. It just... It's just created an experience within myself the same way going to the gym back in the days created it. I felt something within me, which this tool, yoga, especially her yoga, gave me. So I just knew that if I'm going to do a yoga teacher training as an add-on to my personal training, my back training, what are all the certifications I have, I'm going to do it with her. But because she's very well known, her teacher training is five to 6,000 euros. So I was like, okay, you have no money left. Everything you save from Dubai, which wasn't a lot because I was spending so much money on just so much bullshit, it's gone. Okay, so you have to make it. I made it go fund me. And, and the funny thing is like, and I'm just telling you this right now, people might think you're crazy and I'm not really giving you the advice to do this, but this is just how I did it. I remember signing up, like her whole yoga teacher training was already full and she opened up a spot. And I was on the waiting list. So the spot opened and the one who got it first, it's theirs. So I had to, I had to put my credit card behind it as a deposit that I'm showing up. But when I actually made this, because I remember it was, it was midnight, I was sitting on the toilet, I got the email, I was signing up, putting my credit card details. And that was it. I got the spot, but I didn't have any money. And somehow I knew I have to make it work. So I got a GoFundMe. I was, I was asking friends. I was asking my dad. I was asking my grandpa. I was asking people if they can borrow me money. Like I also had a little bit of an income there, here and there. So I was like, I was somehow getting it together. And I remember I knew I had to go back to Bali. I knew that I have to do this teacher training. I don't know why, but somehow I knew. So I made it work. I really put in so much effort. So like... Making a fucking GoFundMe to ask for help. Man, this is so much out of my comfort zone. So I remember this key moment was at the toilet when I really was inquiring again within myself. I was like, do you really want to do this right now? And I'm not inquiring with my mind. I think this is an important thing to say. It's not an inquiry within my mind. It's more like an inquiry within my soul or my heart. I'm just inquiring deep within, is this really what you're meant to do right now? And then there's, a, there's an, a response from my heart. It's a feeling somehow that comes up. And 
yeah. So I was flying to Dubai. I was not flying to Dubai. I was flying to Bali. It was 2019. And since then I'm in Bali. And oh, there were so many moments more where I was, those small moments, those small key moments where I really had to step out of my comfort zone to follow my path. And I think this is where you really, looking back, doing those like really doing those steps out of my comfort zone and really stepping out there, not knowing what I'm doing, but just knowing deep within, it's somehow the right thing. I need to do this, even if I have no clue what I'm doing. It just creates this bond with yourself. It somehow brings you back into alignment. And I'm pretty sure the people who are listening to this, you might live in Europe, you might live in some Western cities where you might be really disconnected with your inner self because you've been living after society standards and it's really not meant to be to live in our total alignment you work there as a machine you're generating money for the whole economy and i'm not saying that this is something wrong it's not what i'm saying it's just that somehow what i felt was i was so disconnected from my inner self or i wasn't even able to recognize it so by doing those steps out of my comfort zone somehow listening to something within which I couldn't explain back in the days even when I was 21 but listening to it it just created and it was thickening this bond this thread between my sole purpose my mission my path and myself this human experience and up to this day I'm just I'm just trusting it brought me to where I'm right now and my life was never better I'm still going through ups and downs. This is not over. But I'm just creating the life I always dreamt of. And I'm living it right now. I would have never thought that I once will live on a tropical island in an amazing villa with an amazing girlfriend, with a little dog, like creating a community, coaching people, mentoring people to actually find the light. I was just kind of like feeding over the last couple of years, over my whole life by stepping out of my comfort zone, by just following my inner self, my true purpose, my path. And I just want to mention one more thing. Following your path doesn't mean following your purpose. For so, for such a long time in my life, I had no purpose. I didn't know my purpose. I had no clue. Even like now I know why I'm here. But I would say this just happened this year. Up to this year, I had no clue what my purpose is. You know, I was doing all kinds of things. Personal trainer, IT. I became a videographer, a photographer. I was doing all of kind of things. And they all brought me to where I am right now. So you don't need a purpose to follow your path. You just need some stillness and some self-inquiry to actually just listen and when it comes to decision to make this decision from the deepest core of your being and not from the mental cheddar that might go into your heart, which will always go for the most safest decision because it's in your comfort zone. It's not risking anything. But what I noticed through my journey is that the moments when I risk the most, phew, like 
the gift I received afterwards, the teaching, the lessons, however you want to call it, it was, it was mind-blowing. So I hope this gives you a little bit of an insight and I'm really looking forward to actually talk with Aline about this topic, but I just felt like sharing, yeah, my path, sharing my path with you in those moments when I was actually, when I was confronted with making a decision to follow it. And it's never too late, you know, like just check in with yourself and just really listen within what do you want to do, become clear, maybe just what do you want to do? How do you want to feel? What kind of life do you want to live? And even if you don't know, just, just, just listen within. How do you feel in particular moments when you do particular things? And then just do those things because they make you feel the way you want to feel. Because you're not meant to feel defeated. Like you, you're not meant to self-doubt your, yourself 24-7, live in fear. No, you're not meant to live this life like that. No. I believe you're here to to live your dream and I believe that your dream is meant to be for you and it's meant to be for you to to live it to attract it to create it so that was just a short insight um, about what I'm doing and when I look back right now coaching people to to do this to follow their heart, to experience the ups and downs, but to still know their own self-worth and to just go after it anyway, to not be scared anymore, to be themselves and to just go out there and just fucking own it. And I'm not talking about that you do that you will always be self-confident. No, that you just fucking own it. You just go after it, no matter what, no matter how uncomfortable it is, by really helping people to discover this greatness, this this inner feeling that this is who I am. I have to do this. I have to go out there and I have to just make this fucking decision. Even if everyone and every everything inside of me, every single thought is against it. Deep within my heart, I know I have to do this. And I just want to use right now my podcast episode to just say thank you to life for allowing me to coach people to support people on their mission and to support them with this. To support them to discover their own inner self and to fret, like to, to thicken this fret inside of them that at one point they go out there and they do whatever the fuck they want because they're not scared anymore to be judged, to be seen as this or that. No, they just go out there because they just fucking own themselves. Wow. Looking back right now on my journey, if someone would have told me nine years ago when I made this decision to start this apprenticeship in the gym that I would end up in Bali helping people to discover their own greatness and living the dream life I always dreamt of, I would have, I would have not believed him or her. Never. But... By just me following my path, it actually brought me to something which was even out of my wildest imaginations. So don't set yourself for less. You don't know what's coming for you and what's waiting in front of you. You don't know. And trust me, I'm pretty sure and I know from my own personal experience, it's bigger than 
your wildest imaginations, your biggest dreams. So thank you so much for listening. This was an actually pretty long one, but yeah, my life has been really, really a fucking amazing journey so far. So thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to drop this episode for all of you. It's going to be fucking mind blowing. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah, one more thing I would love to share with you. Some of you might already know I created the Inner Self Community, which is a community for everyone who really wants to connect with heart-centered people, who really wants to have a space, a container where he or she can be raw, vulnerable, and can just share their own personal experiences, stories. When it comes down to decision, to just get different perspectives, because I know how lonely my path was back in the days when I was when I was walking my path, when I was following my path, I didn't have anyone to talk to. And it was so fucking lonely. And I know how much I would have, I would have loved to have a community in which I could have asked for support, asked for some advice, for some other perspective. Read about other people's journey and their struggles because it would make my struggle more normal. So I really, really invite you to check out the link in, in the in the bio of this episode and to just just join if this resonates with you so i'm looking forward to see you there and yeah thank you so much for listening again really grateful for you and create a beautiful day i see you soon